Welcome to the Thriving in the Kingdom podcast with me, Vincent Kodongo. It's a place where you learn how to operate in the kingdom of heaven with optimal fruitfulness through the application of its principles. Today we have started a new series which is entitled The Path of Purpose. God designed our lives to follow a predetermined path in order to fulfill our purpose on earth as part of his grand master plan. Remember we spoke about the grand master plan in the first episode. And to attain the destiny that he set for us. This journey of our existence constitutes several stages and seasons of our lives. I'll enumerate seven. They could be six, seven, or eight, depending on how you articulate them. So the first uh, stage is uh, divine foreknowledge and predestination. The second is strategic positioning for formation. The third is progressive revelation of God's purpose for our lives. That is our, our kingdom assignments. The fourth stage is training and equipping for our kingdom assignments. The fifth is testing. That is a prerequisite clearance by God for our assignments, for the execution of our assignments. The sixth is manifestation onto the strategic platforms for fulfillment of purpose. The seventh is legacy and succession. Legacy and succession. These stages are not necessarily determined by your age. For instance, Moses started executing his divine assignment at the age of 80. And it took about 40 years. And while Jesus started his assignment at the age of 30 and completed it at 33. Dr. Miles Munro made a profound statement in relation to this. He said, you are not important because of how long you live. You are important because of how effectively you live. So we start today by discussing the first stage, that is divine foreknowledge and predestination. Divine foreknowledge and predestination. We start by defining uh, uh, two terms. To foreknow is to know in advance. That's according to the Collins Dictionary. The Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines to foreknow as to have previous knowledge of something. And to predestined, according to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, is to destine, decree, determine, appoint, or settle beforehand. To destine, decree, determine, appoint, or settle beforehand. So you set it's like setting the destiny beforehand, decreeing the destiny beforehand, determining or appointing beforehand. That's predestined. In his sovereignty, God in his sovereignty, God foreknew and predestined us with specificity before we were born. And we can see this in the scriptures. Huh? Uh, in the book of Romans chapter 8, verse 28 to 30, this is what the Bible says. Eh? It says, And we know that in all things God works 
for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. For those God foreknew, he also predestined to conform, to be conformed to the likeness of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those he predestined, he also called. And those he called, he also justified. And those he justified, he also glorified. So you can see there from the scriptures that God is speaking about uh, uh, for knowledge and predestination in, in verse 29. He says, for those God foreknew, he also predestined to, com- to be conformed to the likeness of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. So we were predestined by God. Our destiny was set before time. It's, it's, that's what the scripture says. Uh, an illustration of this uh, is uh, one of the characters in the Bible, that is Jeremiah. The Bible says this in Jeremiah chapter 1, verse uh, 4 to 5, speaking about the call of Jeremiah. It says, The word of the Lord came to me, saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I, I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. So, you can see that concerning Jeremiah, God uh, speaks to him uh, when he was already born and telling him that, that he had already foreknown him and he had already predestined him. He knew him while he was still in his mother's womb. And God also tells him that he had set him apart and appointed him to, a, to be a prophet. He had set his destiny as a prophet to the nations before Jeremiah had even been born. We also see this, uh, the psalmist also describes this in Psalms 139. This is a psalm of David. He eh? says this in Psalms 139, from verse 13 to 16. He says, eh? <clears throat> For you created my inmost being. You knit me together and in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. So you see, the psalmist is describing a sense of God having foreknown him before. Which, which applies to us because the, the, the Bible is a representation of uh, the truth about human life generally and about the spiritual realm and, the, and all created beings and God himself. So in this context, it, speak, it, it, it presents a, a, a reflection of what happens to us before you are born. So he says that it, it speaks about being, in verse 13, about being created, being knit together in his mother's womb and then in verse 16 he says your eyes saw my unformed body so before even you are created while you are still forming God already knew you God could see how you will be and then he says something very interesting he says in verse 16 He says, all the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. 
which infers that your life was set, your destiny was set before you were even born, before you even came to earth. God foreknew you and God predestined you. And I. <clears throat> and there are a number of things that God predestined. The first thing is that uh, <clears throat> God predestined, I'll, I'll mention about five. So the first one is that God predestined the dispensation in which we would exist on earth. That is who will constitute part of respective generations. He determined the times that we was we were going to live on earth. And the scriptures say this in uh, Acts chapter 17 verse 26. It says, uh, From one man he made every nation of men that they should inhabit the whole earth and he determined the times set for them and the exact places where they should live. So you see, he determined the times that were set for us. So he determined who was going to live in each generation. An illustration of this is found in First uh, 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 Kings chapter 13 concerning the uh, King jo Josiah. So there's a, a man of God whose name is not given uh, came and prophesied that there was going to be uh, he prophesied that there was going to be a son called Josiah who would be born in Israel and who would destroy the altar that Jeroboam had built. And in 2 Kings chapter 23, after Josiah had been born and become king, in 2 Kings chapter 23 verse 15 and 16, you find that this is exactly what happened. And the Bible actually makes reference to Josiah uh, destroying that altar according to the way the, the man of God had prophesied. So you see, God had determined several hundreds years before King Josiah was born that Josiah would be born and that he was going to destroy that altar. He was going to restore revival to Israel. Restoration back to God. <clears throat> uh, the second thing that God predestines is his agenda for the respective generations. This first of, the first one was the time set for us, the dispensations in which generation will live. And the other thing is his agenda for the respective generations. So every generation has an agenda that God has set and a plan that God has for the generation. For instance, <clears throat> Jeremiah speaks prophetically to the Israelites. Huh? In Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 10 to 14 he says this he says uh, this is what the Lord says when 70 years are completed for Babylon I will come to you and fulfill my gracious promise to bring you back to this place for I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you hope and a future then you will call upon me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and I will bring you back from captivity. I will gather you from all the nations and places where I have banished you, declares the Lord. 
and I will bring you back to the place from which I carried you into exile. So God was telling the Israelites that they should settle down where in Babylon, where he had designed them to stay at that particular uh, time, at that particular in that particular dispensation. So his plan for them was not for them to live outside Babylon. And he say, and he is now speaking to them prophetically that when the time comes, he was going to to remove them out of captivity, to deliver them from captivity. And they stayed there for actually 70 years. And even before, just when the 70 years were coming to 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 be to be fulfilled, to be completed, uh, Daniel the prophet, while studying the scriptures, he he discovered that uh, that that. Uh, this was supposed to be the case. And if you just read in Daniel chapter 9 from verse 1, it says, uh, In the first year of Darius, son of success, a maid by descent, who was made ruler over the Babylonians' kingdom, over the Babylonian kingdom in the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, understood from the scriptures, according to the word of the Lord given to Jeremiah the prophet, that the desolation of Jerusalem would last 70 years. So I turned to the Lord and pleaded with him in prayer and petition, in fasting and in sackcloth and ashes. So you see, Daniel could, uh, from the scriptures could discern that the time for, for the, that generation to be delivered, uh, and, and remember the psalmist had already said that for the time for, for man was 70 to 80 years or so, uh, yet... In this case, it was more than 70 years. So probably some of the people who had gone into exile had already died. So he's saying that this, this other generation was now supposed to be delivered from Israel. So God determines before time what the plans for his plans are for, for each generation. The third thing that God predestined and predetermines is the specific purpose for everyone in their respective generation. For instance, like I said, he, he, in, in, the, uh, in, in uh, the second point, I said that uh, he determines the agenda, the purpose for the generation. But when, then within that generation, he, uh, God sets he, before time the purpose for every person in that generation. And the scriptures uh, mention this concerning David uh, in Acts chapter 13, verse 36. The Bible says this. He says, For when David had served God's purpose in his own generation, he fell asleep. He was buried with his fathers and his body decayed. So you see from there that David had a specific purpose to serve as the king of Israel, the second king of Israel, to, uh, and to shepherd them through that dispensation of time. So you may have uh, uh, God's agenda for agenda for this generation that we are living in. However, it's not only a broad agenda. God has specific purposes for every one of us in this generation that we are living in. And that's why it's important for you to discover your purpose as we will speak in the course of this series. You see concerning uh, Joshua, in Joshua chapter 1, after Moses had died, Moses had fulfilled his purpose by, by taking the Israelites from Egypt throughout uh, 
the, through through the, the the wilderness and then now Joshua was supposed to take over based on God's uh, God's uh, choice of him as the successor of Moses and God comes to jo- Joshua and tells him that Moses his servant is dead yeah he actually says uh, we can re- we can read re- read it uh, in Joshua chapter chapter 1 it says uh, after the death of Moses the servant of the Lord the, uh, the the servant of the Lord the Lord said to Joshua son of Nun Moses aid Moses my servant is dead now then you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan river into the land i am about to give to them to Israel i will give you every place where you set your foot as i promised Moses your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon and from the great river the Euphrates all the Hittite country to the great sea then he says uh, to the great sea on the west and he says no one will be able to stand up against you all the days of your life as i was with Moses so i will be with you i will never leave you nor forsake you so you see god's purpose god's eternal purposes god's purposes in on earth they do not end they do not they are not limited to a person so i know i usually say that the bible is not a book about the characters in the bible the bible is a book about god and how he used various uh, people in uh, the respective dispensations that he introduced them to earth so it's all about god's agenda so moses executes is 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 a purpose in god's agenda and then now joshua is assigned by god the 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 the, the role the assignment that is supposed to engage in and that is to take uh, to to no it's not now to lead the, the Israelites through the desert but now is to continue from where Moses left and to go ahead and lead the people to take over the the promised land to take possession of the land of Canaan so you see god has uh, from those illustration of scripture you realize that god has a specific purpose for everyone in their respective generations and your purpose even though you may be impressed by the people who have gone ahead of you you should be aware that your purpose is different from those who you take over from and even from us who are in the same generation you may admire the vision of somebody else that has been inspired by a god-given purpose you, you should realize that you, your purpose is equally worthwhile God has an assignment for you because even for Joshua there were other people there were elders and there were people who are warriors who are, who are going to to conquer the land that were going to work together with Joshua so your purpose is important in your generation the fourth thing that God predestined is the geographical and relational positioning in uh, uh, by relational positioning i mean in family lineage eh? of everyone in their respective generations as we read in acts chapter 17:26 we saw that uh, that he says that uh, the bible says that from one man he made every nation of men and determined the time set for them and the exact places where they should live so some other version says the boundaries you know he said the boundaries so you see god determined 
exactly which geographical location nations would occupy. And therefore, even for us who are part of those nations, whichever nation you are, whether you're from the United States or you're from Europe or Canada or South America or Australia, whichever nation you are in or in Africa, uh, you just know that God predestined you to be born and to live in that generation in that particular geographical location. God also determined the lineage from which we will come. For instance, like for Christ, Jesus Christ, as we will see later. You see, Jesus was born in the, through the lineage that God determined he would be born as, as the son of David. Because he had, God had promised David that he was going to, to have his throne remain in his, gener, in his generation, in his lineage that he's going to establish his throne for all generations. And that's where Jesus came. And Jesus referred to as Jesus, son of David. So God determined which family you are to be born in and which country you are to be born in. It's not an accident. The fifth thing that God predestined is the stages and paths our lives would have to, uh, to go through from birth to death in order to fulfill our purpose. The stages and paths of our lives that we'd have to, to go through from birth to death in order to fulfill our purpose. The Bible says this in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10 in the Amplified Bible Classic Edition. It says, For we are God's own handiwork, his workmanship, recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew, that we may do those good works which God predestined, planned beforehand for us, taking parts which he prepared ahead of time, that we should walk in them, living the good life which he, he prearranged and made ready for us to live. So if we look at this scripture and the way it's been expounded on in the Amplified Classic Edition, this Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10, the scriptures speak about us being God's workmanship, recreated in Christ Jesus, that we come into the world, but now we are born anew, born again, when you accept Jesus Christ, our personal Savior. Uh, for what purpose? That we may do the good works that God predestined. That has to do with our purpose. The, the, the works that God planned beforehand. And then it also says that, uh, for, uh, that he planned for us. Then he says, taking the parts which he prepared ahead of time, that we should walk in them. See, then it also says, living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. And this corresponds with what Jeremiah was saying in Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11, that, he, that God has good plans for us, plans of good and not of evil, to give us a hope and a future. And other versions says to give us the expected end. So God does not have evil plans for us. He has good plans for us in, in Christ. It's only that people choose to follow other plans. People choose to go away, to try to move away from the destiny that God has set them. But God is merciful that if somebody turns away from them, God is able to restore. Even if you make mistake and take other direction. Like you see in the case of David, you find that David, uh, while he was king, he, he committed adultery. That was not the plan of God. David committed adultery with uh, Uriah's wife, Bathsheba. And then he murdered Bathsheba. He, he organized for Bathsheba to be murdered, to be killed. And... What 
happened is that the Lord was displeased with him and God punished him. However, God did not discard David. God still ensured that uh, David fulfilled his purpose. As we have seen in Acts chapter 13 verse 36 that when David after that uh, when David had served his purpose in in his generation, he rested with his fathers. He was buried with his fathers. So even when you have committed mistakes, even when you have failed, even when you feel like uh, the challenges are too many, that that you will never, that you feel like you are not good enough to be able to fulfill your purpose, you need to understand that God has the the, the capacity. He has made available the grace, the wisdom, the power, the resources for you to accomplish your purpose, that he can restore you back to the path that he set, the destiny, because we've seen that the fifth thing that he said is that he set a particular path that our lives should should follow during the course of uh, of uh, of uh, navigating our existence on earth from birth to death. It's only that we deviate, but God brings us back. In conclusion, as we go, go towards conclusion, I would like you to reflect on these things. Have you ever wished that you would have been born and grown up in different circumstances, maybe a different family or geographical location, in order to be successful in life, in order to fulfill your purpose? And secondly, do you believe that your background is a disadvantage to the fulfillment of your purpose on earth? Do you believe that your family background, the nation in which you are born in, the profession that you 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 chose your economic status do you believe that those things are a disadvantage to your purpose as you think about these uh, two questions that are reflective for you i would like you to filter your thoughts with the principles that are contained in scripture as just as i have described just as I have explained today. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I would urge you to leave a review on the platform from which you are listening. And I would like you also to subscribe and share the same if you haven't. Uh, with a share with a friend. And also give us feedback using our social media accounts uh, that are provided in the show notes. If you have the platform on which you are listening does not have show notes, for example, Facebook, uh, this is, uh, some, uh, these are some of our, 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 our social media uh, hand, handles. There is a uh, Gmail is thriving in the kingdom podcast at Gmail. The Instagram is at Thriving in the Kingdom podcast. Our Twitter handle is T-I-K podcast V-K T-I-K in caps then podcast in small cap letters and then V-K in caps. That's our Twitter handle. Our Facebook page is Thriving in the Kingdom podcast with Vincent Kodongo. If you get back to us on this, any of these uh, platforms, we will be able to get back to 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 you or at least we'll be able to have a sense of how this podcast is blessing you and how we can be able to enrich your life 
and your work and your effectiveness in the kingdom of heaven. May the Lord grant you better understanding. Till next time, when we continue with this series on the path of purpose, part two, let it be well with you in every sense. 